0: Welcome to Stateside F1. I'm Joe Leonardo. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. And that man making the noise of, I want to say, a Mercedes recklessly crashing into a Ferrari in the first lap is Andrew Berger. How are you guys doing? What a race. And we are talking United States Grand Prix. And we have a very special guest with us for this episode because there's so much content that happened at Austin this past weekend that we can't do it alone, Andrew. We need more people. Yes. So we have from F1 Breakfast Club, Sebastian and Megan.
1: What is up, guys? Hey,
0: how are you guys doing? So glad you both are here. Thank you so much for having us.
1: We're super stoked to be here too and super excited to talk about what the amazing Austin Grand Prix. Well, it's not the Austin Grand Prix. It's the it United States Grand Prix.
0: I feel like now you have to kind of say that because next year there's going to be three true. races exactly. in America. So you can't just say United States Grand Prix. This not is true. You're going to say Austin or Texas, uh, then Miami, then Vegas. Then Vegas.
1: Who knows where else? We're taking over.
0: I saw a lot of, uh, just a lot of posts,
2: people saying um, even though there's Miami and Vegas next year, uh, Texas is still the U.S. Grand Prix. Like, there's a, like Texas just takes the cake.
3: It will be. You that will always be the case.
1: You can't be. I don't think you can fit 440,000 people anywhere else besides the giant hill <laughs> in Texas, right? Like, let's be real. I don't think that, that that's, gonna ha- that's not going to happen in Miami or Vegas. I agree happen. with that
0: 100%. Also, I feel like the. The US Grand Prix in Austin makes sense because the European view of Americans is cowboy hats. It's
1: fair true. Is very Texas. True.
0: Right? The yes. caricature American of any European is howdy partner. Yeah. You know, ooh cowboy, lasso. You know what I mean? Country music. Eat you know, your truck. Barbecue, eat yeah, barbecue. barbecue. Oh. Enjoy
3: your yep, your lassos, enjoy your 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 everyone got boots. This time around, when they visited, if you guys saw that from the Tivaco uh, boot co, all the drivers got boots, so they really, really <sighs> pressed into that this year.
1: I mean, I even broke my boots out. There you I go. I never wear my boots, and I wore my boots this weekend. So
0: I want some boots now. <laughs> were you guys? Were you guys in grandstands? or Were you guys uh, in general? We were in turn nineteen grandstands. Yeah. This oh, year. that's right. We were supposed to be together. It
1: was a very exciting spot to be in for a few it, different reasons. It but was the perfect spot. To it be was together. great.
0: Uh, really oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, just look at how Daniel Ricardo entered
1: oh, oh my uh, the
0: United States Grand Prix on a horse. The horse had its own badge named Horsey McHorse. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Horse. I mean, it's like Bodie McBoat face in England. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. Uh, I guess I, I got to give this quick tidbit about, uh, what's going on because I was supposed to be, I've been talking about going, getting tickets since what Andrew, April.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you said back then you were, you're like, I'm going to a Grand Prix this year. No one's stopping
0: me. I got tickets, turn 19. Good section. I was up top. I think I was close to you guys, maybe. but the night before I go to walk my dog and then my dog starts kind of frantically, you know, trying to go to the bathroom. He couldn't go to the bathroom. Graphic spoilers. I take my dog back to my apartment and then he pees blood. Oh. oh, no. I know. Shoot. Everybody's fine. Ugh. Everybody's good. The dog is okay. Uh, it's actually not as serious as it looked, but in the moment, because he's a bit yeah. of a senior dog, mm. I'm like, oh, my God. I need to go to the emergency room right now with this animal. And it turns out, I don't know how, but my dog got a UTI.
3: Whoa. You don't hear that every day. The
0: vet was like, it's very rare. Ow. But, yeah. Actually, my wife's the one who took him. I had to stay home with my daughter because she was... 100% certain she's like, this is going to be fine. You're still going to go tomorrow. Everything's going to be okay. She was just trying her best, you know. God yeah, bless her right. for just really believing that everything's going to be okay. But me, the pessimist, is like, well, this trip's over. Anyways, yeah. last minute, uh, leaving for the door, and then the dog is he's just kind of acting weird all day. So I had to end up canceling the trip. Oh. But to make a long story short, the dog is okay now. He's on uh, antibiotics, and he's doing fine. So, yeah. Oh. He would have he would have missed you too much. Yeah. We yeah. need we need a photo of your dog now
2: in the show notes. Show notes, photo of my dog. Well, uh-huh. anyways, what an exciting race. That race just had it just had moments all like sprinkled throughout the race. It was it wasn't like your average race where no. you know someone gets screwed in the first corner and then it's a procession like Monaco until the 2 hours is up. Though that did happen.
3: Though
0: someone did get screwed in the first corner. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes right. That, exactly. That, that you, you literally named a thing that happened at the start of the race in the first turn.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But that that's to be expected, I would say. With
0: George, Yeah, with George Russell, that's to be expected right now.
2: Georgie boy. But anyways, yeah. I guess, like, what what's one word to describe the race? Let's go with our guest first.
1: Sebastian Vettel. Two All
3: right, words. two words,
2: but two we'll take it.
1: Seb.
3: Seb. Seb. And I would say exhilarating. Um, yes. The end of it was what really made it for me. I am a big Ferrari fan ever since I was a little young lad in Italy watching the races with my grandfather back in the day, um, then kind of fell out of it. Then we've been picking it up over the past few years again, says as has the rest of the world and especially the U.S., but I was just like dejected when Russell decided to keep going straight <laughs> when everybody else was turning and took out Carlos, who I was really hoping had high praises for it. And uh, and I just kept thinking throughout the entire race, wow, like watching that moment, watching that moment, watching that overtake, like where would Carlos have ended up
0: had that debacle not occurred? And I think he I could have won wanted- it. 100%. Yeah. And also, he only gets a, uh, George gets a 10 second penalty and Alonso gets a 30 second penalty for his mirror falling off after being airborne. And the FIA doesn't say anything during the race. So he can't even try to make up time while racing. It's after the fact. It's was it was very sneaky. Very sneaky. I got to say, George Russell, I was actually talking to my wife about this. Uh, she's a Formula One fan as well. And George Russell, if he was Max Verstappen, he would have gotten, it would have been nonstop. And I'm not even the biggest Max fan. I will say that. I say that almost every episode because I always give this guy a compliment and then I say I'm never a big Max fan. But like, people go hard on Max. And as they should, you know, any driver who's breaking rules, track limits, whatever, crashing into other drivers (laughs) should be called out on it. But there's something about George and his poshness.
1: Yes. And I think he gets
0: away with a lot more. He does. does. George Russellgate. George Russellgate. Hashtag Russellgate.
3: Ooh. I mean, needless to say, at post-race, he did immediately run over to Ferrari and did immediately apologize. So we like to say, what, PR Russell? Tonight?
1: Yeah, it's not, it's not, uh, it's P- PR
0: 63.
1: Yeah. well, <laughs> public relations, George, there. Gotta gotta smooth this out. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it sounds like he learned from, didn't he run up to Batas and, like, yell at him? Yeah, um, last year. Last year. He hit so him on the head. So I think he's slowly learning, like, hey, you know.
1: He's a Mercedes driver Not now, right? Yeah, get got, away
0: with more like when you're ya- on Williams. It's
1: like the Yankees. Yep. When you're when you're a Yankee, you can't get away with as much. You can't have facial hair. You can't, you know. I don't know. Is that still a thing?
0: I watched the playoffs <laughs> this year, and there's a uh, there was someone there with a mustache. So I think they may have just broke that they, rule.
1: They broke the rule
0: recently. Yeah, but, but what used is to
1: the thing in the nineties?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, J- I remember oh, yeah. Johnny Damon moved from Boston. Yeah, after yeah. the 2004, <laughs> we lost Damon. He went to the Yankees. It was the biggest. Oh my God, a stab in the back. And then he yep. shaved his beard, basically, you know, bending the knee. Style and I a burner. press
3: conference for just that.
0: <laughs> Mustaches are by far the superior style of facial hair, if I might add. It depends if you have the chin for it. You have to have the jawline to have a good mustache.
1: True. True.
0: I have a very round face, and I had a mustache last year. And it it, it looked like someone took a like, Halloween Express mustache and put it on my on the face <laughs> of a 14-year-old boy.
2: It was it was amazing though. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. It was great. The all right. So George Russell, bad boy, learned to not smack people in the head while they're still sitting in the car. And I I do kind of wish that he that Carlos ran over and tried to beat George Russell up, like how Michael <laughs> Schumacher tried to do that back in the day. All right, because that just would have been so awesome. People trying, like people trying to pull Michael Schumacher away in that, uh, must have been like 2002 or something. It was just the passion that Schumacher <laughs> had. I mean, he was also, you know, Ferrari. I don't. Know, I it's, it's PR. It's it's PR. Everything these it's days. There.
3: It's a different time. Yeah. It's a different age we're in. You're not going to see that. Unfortunately, unfort- or unfortunately, you're not going to see that anymore these days just because of what we're in.
2: Also, how did Stroll not get any penalties for blocking Alonzo? He just turned right in front of him.
0: I think it was a racing incident. I agree with it being considered just a racing incident. I don't really blame Stroll that much because it wasn't that much of a move. Yes, he should have just stayed straight because he should have known that Alonzo was going to overtake him, but it was so small and fast, and Alonzo was already turning... I watched the replay a couple times, and I want to be mad at Stroll because I just don't like him. I don't like his face. I don't know what it is.
1: Nobody likes Stroll. You're not alone.
0: But to me, the anger is, like I mentioned before, it's, it's giving Alonzo that penalty after the race. 30 seconds, it seems much more harsh than it should be. Right. Well, yeah. it
3: was. It, yeah, it, it definitely was. I agree. And it was that 10-second penalty that was given to him had he gone into pit and served it. But since he couldn't, because they gave it to him after the race, it ended up being a 30 second penalty, okay. hence dropping him even further.
1: was like, that's just really rough. And, you know, it, in terms of, you know, race, like racing, I mean, that happened to him. And then he managed to get to seventh. I think he, I think he was in seventh. Seven. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, that's where he, that's where he finished, yeah. um, without a mirror <laughs> y'all. Yeah. Can we <laughs> like, talk <yeah>. about that? <laughs>
3: without his left mirror. And we saw it in the replays flying off and subsequent laps stayed on the track. Nobody went out there and removed this mirror off the track for the remaining laps.
1: Right. Right. It
0: really was a race of the greats. Vettel did fantastic. Alonzo did fantastic.
1: It was, it was fantastic. Um, To see Seb all weekend was a, was a big fan favorite just around the track and, um to see him do as well as he did. He led. I mean, like that he was, led it was it was the unbelievable. USGP like for we were two the, laps. The crowd was going crazy. Like, you know, I mean, it was it was awesome. It was just so awesome and such a good send-off for Seb Vettel. We're going to miss him.
0: And he also had that pit issue. Yes. He had a 16 second pit stop.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. It, it was, was lap
0: around lap 42.
2: When I when that happened in my head, I was like, that's daddy stroll telling Steb that you don't get to get, you don't get to win until Lance wins. <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> One can hope, but I don't yeah. know about Aston Martin. I'm not, uh, I, 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 you know, really want to root for Alonzo next year, but man, at <laughs> that team. <laughs> it's I great, great th- colors. Fantastic <laughs> scheme. Yes.
3: But can we just move an owner around maybe or two? I don't know.
2: It's just Alonzo's cashing out next year. He's going to be there for two years, and then he's going to retire and win another 24-hour of Le Mans, probably. I do think...
0: I just mentioned (laughs) how much I hate Lance Stroll. I do think he has potential. He's good. I think he's going to be a lot better next year. (laughs)
1: Their cars, their cars look really, I mean, they ran really well this weekend. And as we, like, as we were at practice one and practice one and then practice two was kind of a wash too because of the tire test. But in P3, when we saw how well they were running and even in quality, I was like, wow, those, these cars are, these cars are good. Like they've, they've, they're kind of getting, getting something going here. So
0: they're going to be a sleeper. They're going to be one of those teams that you, you silently bet on. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
3: Alonso is going to do very well. I think yeah. he's going to have huge potential with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: But Vettel, driver of the day, deserved. Oh, so uh, well deserved. No. Driver of the month. Guys, yeah. yeah, I mean <laughs> the
1: year. I don't know if you guys have seen his uh, the, the the full re- replay of of his last lap, um, even through like after after he passes the checkered. Uh, F1 posted it on their Instagram. Um, it's just it's just unbelievable. He even says to the team, like, don't worry about the, the pit stop guys, like stuff like that. He doesn't say stuff. He says yeah. stuff like that happens. Um, we, we did it anyways. I mean, he's just, a, a he's, just like, he's just great. That, that pass happened literally right in front of us. Um, oh. at unturned 19, it was just, wow. it was just, ma- it was magical. It yeah. was great. It was so uh, yeah. great. Yeah.
3: It was interesting because as soon as the race ends about 25% of the (laughs) grandstands and the people start exiting to go to the entry point location. So you can go onto the track, right? The track invasion. So at that point we were standing and still cheering. And what was funny is we had about three or four Seb Vettel fans right near us who, as soon as the max won, they ran down as well too. And we're like, Oh, that's interesting because y'all know that yeah, Yeah, Matt, I mean, Seb and, um, uh, K-Mag were far behind. So we were waiting for them and cheering them on as they were turning turn 19. That's right when he got them. But we were standing and we were probably, you know, not that many people around us, which was fantastic for us. Everybody as was we standing. had a straight line shot for that. But everybody wanted to, you know, invade the track to um, watch the Red Bull um, festivities, which were a lot of fun. <laughs> I have to admit we got to see Shaquille O'Neal perform a DJ set as DJ diesel. (laughs) And um, then uh, we're involved in many of the Red Bull after party pictures as they were throwing uh, Red Bulls into the crowd and spraying champagne all over the place. But it was a well-deserved year for Red Bull, you know, by far, um, constructors and, you know, I love rooting for Checo, um, very large Checo fan base in Austin. Austin, Sure. Among us. Um, all around us, uh, you'd hear a little bit of cheering as you know Lewis would drive by, as Mac would drive by, and then when Chaco drove by, just chance Chaco, 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 just unbelievable.
1: Yeah,
0: that's he truly is a man of the people.
1: He is <laughs> he he travels really back is. to
0: Mexico anytime he gets a chance. He doesn't live in Europe; he lives in Mexico. Uh, yeah, they love him over there, and he deserves the love. Yeah, mm. he's a good. guy. He seems like a genuine guy. Also, he looks like Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah. Yep. You he see, does. Look at his Fact. face. He is yeah. the Mexican Tom really? Cruise.
0: Yeah. Yep. Minus the Scientology. Yeah. Right, of yes. Course, of course. Minus yeah. the that we know of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he yes. he's the new Maverick. He's in Top Gun Maverick 3. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> can we can we post this? Can we, can we show y'all? That was we were right near him as he wow. came out onto the crowd and just cheered on his
0: uh Oh, that's fantastic. His Compadres, if you will, yeah, with the championship shirt, yep.
1: So you S- know, we, send us that we, picture
0: and we'll put it in our show notes if you want. Cool. We'll tag you it. Yep. In it.
1: Yeah. So we made a call. So you know, I don't, have you guys been to the race in Austin? Have you have you been that, to, to not here? Not to you. Austin. Yeah, I yeah, know you were supposed to. you <laughs> your poor pup. Sorry about that. But um, so we went last year, and um, the traffic is really bad, <laughs> like really, really bad. And so we made a call. We were like we are going to stay on the track until they literally kick us off because it's gonna be better than sitting in traffic so that's that's quite literally what we did we we stayed by the pits on the track until like the state police were literally walking the rope like towards us like time to go but in that period we literally got to see all of Red Bull's pictures celebrations the chance like them holding up the trophy like it was it was awesome wow. like it was such a good call to just let's just make this call and stay here. And instead of sitting in our car for two hours and it was well, well worth it. It was really cool.
0: At what point did you guys leave? Did they, did they would, actually kick you out or did you see they, you like, all right, there's, they,
1: they actually did start kicking people off at least like the front area of the track. I would say that we were, and we, we, we tried to like keep track of it. We were like, how long ago did the race? end? I honestly think that we were on the track for almost two hours afterwards. Um, yeah. Just like just sitting around and just, you know, watching saw Will Buxton there.
3: <laughs> got
1: oh, that's to, awesome. Got to, got to shout him out. So that was, shout him that out was cool. But before
2: pre-drama. pre drama,
1: pre pre drama, apparently. Yes. Pre-
2: yes. I, yeah, I missed the drama that happened with the uh, newscasters. I honestly don't even know what it was. I just heard there was drama.
0: So I'm going to try to explain this. You guys cor- uh, correct me. Cause I just read about this probably a couple hours ago and I quickly saw it on Twitter. So, Buxton tweeted out that um, cele- there's a list of celebrities that are going to be at the United States Grand Prix. The, the the list explains who you can walk up to and give an interview to and who denies uh, an interview request. Correct. And I think he brought this up because Brad Pitt denied an interview request. Is that yes. what happened? So, okay.
1: Well, sort of. So, sort of. Sort of. Because okay. we, we watched it. And- Um, I have to say that Will's tweet was a, like, was so passive aggressive at Martin Brundle because he, because the the start of that tweet was (laughs) another USGP, another whatever. And it's like, because last year it happened with Serena, right? It happened with Serena Williams, right? I think it it was was Serena Serena.
3: Williams who blatantly Blatantly, denied Martin Brundle during the walk, um,
1: when you we watched back the the Mart we because, you know, we're nerds. We we literally watched the whole sure, pre-race and, and the and the race afterwards, right? That's what we, that's how we spent our day yesterday. Um and Brad actually gave him a few words. Like Brad didn't just like push him off. He actually like gave him a few words. Like like he like kind of looked like he needed to go somewhere. It's right. kind of what it looked like. It wasn't like a get away from me. Like it was a yep, yeah, I'm here. Hi, cool, you know.
3: Oh, but Martin had even asked him about his Formula One project that he's working right, on. Right, and Yeah. And he didn't just brush it off. He said, oh, top secret. And he smiled and kept on walking.
1: And so Will sends out this tweet and then, bless Martin Brundle,
0: Well, Will's, him back. To, to, so Will sent out the tweet to uh, Sass Brundle. To kind of shade Brundle saying like, hey, you should have known because this list goes out. Correct. And then, uh, so explain, so then Brundle tweets back.
1: So yeah, Martin tweets back like, this is simply not true, (laughs) you know, whatever. (laughs) So, okay, all right, wow, wow, Martin, good for you for coming back. Okay, Will proceeds to post a screen-shared video (laughs) of said list. And, you know, I was reading through the replies and even looking at the video and it's like, well, where on here does it say that they can be interviewed or can't be interviewed? Like, where does it say that? It's just a list
0: of pictures and and names. Like, that's
1: literally all it is. Um, And, you know, I think that Will kind of walked it back a little bit and was like, apparently this isn't sent to all TV.
0: And then he said that it's, well, it's verbal. Right. You're verbally told, uh-huh. which right. goes against his original statement saying there's a list saying who requests, who who denies a request for an interview. But then in the reply after the list, when everybody kind of like dragging him on Twitter, he says, well, no, it's not on the list. It's a verbal thing. Uh, so now he has no evidence whatsoever. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's so, it's just classic Twitter drama. Love,
1: love will love what he's done for the sport. For bringing people into it, but in the words of one of my great friends, he's kind of like the Real Housewives of F one. <laughs> <Like. laughs>
2: that speaking of Brad Pitt's secret F one project, I saw today, uh, Lewis Hamilton just launched a film production company. Mm. I think it's called Dawn Apollo Productions. So that sounds like he was stoned and watched, <laughs> like, <laughs> Crimson Dawn. And he also records music. So maybe he was using his Universal Audio Apollo. That's the first mm-hmm. thing that
0: came to my head as an audio engineer. Mm. Also uh, the, the Broncos. He owns a big chunk of the Broncos now. Oh,
1: uh, yep. yeah. Which, yeah. Which
0: was my hint that he was going to retire. Because who buys a football team and it's
1: the thing to do apparently when you have a lot of yeah because he thinks of it as an
0: investment right yes uh so that made me think like oh this man's gonna retire go to the go to la or something because you're still close to denver Mm -hmm. a flight from la to denver is what two hours yeah Yeah. he's
3: definitely setting up his post-race life um kind of like what Shaq did towards the end of his career um buying out um as Papa many Jones? franchises and Papa John's. As many <laughs> all the franchises. Papa John's, he owns like 45 <laughs> car washes, 30 Papa John's, uh, all these same thing. Lewis Hamilton is setting up his post race career. Um, wow, and building up his we, we were talking about this the other day building up his image as much as possible so he can ride that off into his next sure. phase of his life.
0: He did that big Vogue spread recently. Yep.
1: Yeah. he's at the he's at the Met Gala. He's at the Met
0: Gala every he's, year. He comes
1: out. He came out at the driver meet and greet thing in like full blown Louis Vuitton gear. And like, this is sure.
3: interesting. He came out. We they had the driver interactions, right? So four teams <laughs> came out on Friday, and the rest, of the other teams came out on Saturday, and they did you know team after team, and they all came out in pairs. And then Mercedes comes out, Lewis Hamilton. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks. Mm. People are like, thanks. Everyone starts getting up and going the announcer says, wait, hang on. We have George Russell coming up next. So they came out separate. The only team to have their pair of drivers come (laughs) out and do separate one-on-ones with the crowd.
0: (laughs) Oh no. I wonder if it's because if they're together, (laughs) Hamilton would get all of the interaction and they're like, well, maybe, or I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's very strange. Yeah. What is the relationship like? Is because I've heard I've heard a bunch of mixed things about Lewis no and George. No clue.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's it's like being paired. It's there's no competition. Also, I was so I was at the Miami Grand Prix and I saw Lewis Hamilton walking the pits. He's a small
0: dude. Yeah, he's yeah. very tiny. Yeah, he's right. He, yeah. Well, also George is a giant. George yeah. is yes. the tallest on the grid. So yeah, I think yeah. That's,
1: I think Esteban is. I think Esteban might have him. Maybe, maybe they're tied. I don't
2: know. Yeah. Esteban's yeah. very tall. Yeah, Esteban's pretty big too. But yeah, I, I think it's no competition because Lewis Hamilton, he's not just a race car driver. He's an icon. Like He is. Yeah. Sebastian Vettel, he's in between, I would say, Verstappen and Lewis. He's a race car driver that promotes causes he is passionate about, but he's not right. necessarily an icon in that. Like I can mention Lewis Hamilton to my group of friends who's not, and it's, I mean, as an audio engineer, they're mainly musicians and music nerds and sound nerds. Right. Like, yeah, I've heard of like Lewis yeah. Hamilton, but right. if you mentioned any other driver on the grid, no. they'll be like, well, who yeah. is this European guy?
0: Exactly. <laughs> I always do the barstool sports test. Oh, what's that? My barstool sports test is like for Formula One is you talk to someone who like likes sports or like knows barstool sports and be like, do you know who... Lewis Hamilton is, or Sebastian Vettel. They all know Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. I think Lewis Hamilton has made it to the height to be memed about on Barstool Sports. Does that make sense? Because yeah. Barstool uh, Sports yeah. is very American, very like bro Right. bro American. It's basketball, football, baseball, right. white guy sports bar. Yeah. Right? And they're not going to know who Pierre Gasly is. You know what I mean? they're no. not, not going to know. They're going to think it's the, the guy. He is.
3: They're going to think that you're talking about the guy from Talladega Nights.
0: just <laughs> yeah. <who's> played the <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. Cohen. Yeah, yeah. like he's Pierre Gasly.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but they know
0: who Lewis Hamilton is, right?
3: Right. And I think that goes back to him being an icon. Him exactly. building his brand up, and he—I mean—he's also a seven-time world champion too. So he, sure. quote unquote, could be. The maybe not the Michael Jordan of Formula One, but in terms of name or brand recognition at this point in time, he's definitely the MVP. He's definitely going to be if you're comparing it to other sports. You're Steph Curry. He's definitely going to be your highest ranked
0: high you know player in the field right now. I think Jordan works because Jordan has seven rings, right? Six. Does he have six? Does Kobe have seven? and, and Jordan, is six? What's mm-hmm. what's the numbers? Kobe had five. All right. Well, I'm gonna cut out because I don't want to sound wrong. <laughs> Yeah, don't. Yeah, it's none a, of my it's, mistakes ever make it on the ah, podcast. Love that's right. It. <laughs> it's a downer
2: whenever we talk about Kobe because it's so sad. Oh. I know. He he was actually from my town. He went to like my friend went to the same high school Kobe Old, went Lower to. Lower yeah, yeah, I'm, a I'm a from Lower Marion. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, they Very had cool. they have his jersey there and you oh, know yeah. signed and he donated whatever oh. to that you know. Yeah. Kobe did the good.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Hi everybody, Joe Leonardo here. And this is Andrew Berger. Along with being the hosts of Stateside F1, Andrew and I are audio engineers with thousands of hours of podcast experience. Between the both of us, we've worked with a wide variety of companies from Google to Discovery as editors, mixers, sound designers, and even social media managers. If it's a companion podcast for a TV show or just a hobby among friends, we can help you with your podcast feel free to reach out to us at statesidef1 at gmail.com. We will definitely want to bring up F1 Breakfast Club uh, because we love the Instagram. <laughs> it actually, like, makes me want to, like, make food. Yeah. <laughs> or at least try things.
1: I mean, that's it's literally how it started. So um, we were waking up. Every morning to watch the races and we were going to get bagels. Like we would always go and like, let's go get bagels, or like, let's go get a donut or something. And oh, I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. This is silly. Like, we're we're waking up for breakfast. Why don't we make breakfast? And why don't we make a food that they make in the country that the Grand Prix is in? So smart so Genius. began F1 Breakfast Club. All because we were sick of eating Texas bagels, <laughs> pretty much.
0: How long? Uh, uh, how long <laughs> ago did you guys start this?
1: So we really, you know, everybody correlates, you know, drive to survive with like all the fandom and everything, sure. and it, it 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 was a little bit of that. But I have to give credit to my brother Mike, um, who has been a diehard Formula One fan for probably ten years or so, and had been telling me, "You got to watch the races; they're so great!" Like this, that, and the other. Um, but never really did, but like was kind of, kind of following along on the side just because he was, just because he was into it. Um, during the pandemic, there really wasn't a lot of sports going on. And so like, we really got into it. Like it was like our Sunday morning routine yep. when, once it started back up. Um, and so that's, I think we started breakfast club towards the end of the 2020 season. Yep. Um, and they did it all last year and are obviously doing it all this year too. So, yeah,
0: that's awesome. Um, So we just had Texas happen. So what is the dish on the dish for Texas?
3: Dishing on the dish. So the biggest thing are your breakfast tacos Um, coming down to Texas from New York City. Um, No idea what that really means. Um, (laughs) You have your egg dish. You've got your bacon. Bacon. And we're gonna put it in a soft, warm tortilla. Like, no, we put it on a bagel in New York City. Um, sure. But it is your embracement down here. Anything you can think of uh, gets put in a taco. So we ended up going out again with some amazing breakfast tacos. Oh, uh, that included your Texas barbecue brisket. Um, very well done with some eggs and a little bit of cheese and some sauce. And we just warmed those up. Um, the morning of and brought about 10 of them with us to the race and,
1: you know, tailgated, tailgated beforehand and
3: enjoyed, enjoyed it the rest of the time.
1: Now I got to say that there are a lot of, not a lot, but there's like several other um, like foodie, like formula one foodie um, like Instagram accounts that, you know, when I got in, when I started this, do we want to trash them? What am I getting into? No, No, I don't. (laughs) But, but what I do want to, what I do want to call out is the fact that, you know, they, um, I think I saw somebody who made a, like, cause they do their, so these international thing. accounts right. will
3: do their thoughts, like you were mentioning before, their thoughts uh, on what an American, uh, American breakfast should be. I uh, saw
1: somebody make a TV dinner and I'm like, oh <laughs> a my man. goodness. Yeah. Yes. Uh, with like the, like literally with the, with the, the tin foil and, and the, the compartments, compartments and a, a little brownie. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is what they think of America. And so this
0: is why the American Grand Prix is going to be Texas. <laughs> like I, yes. like we we're just talking about before it's cowboy hats, it's boots. It's that like, crappy diet <laughs>
2: everything's yeah. bigger in texas from what i hear oh yeah 100 yes. yeah.
1: did you see those flags this weekend they were pretty they were pretty big
2: oh yeah oh the they were huge
1: no not the breakfast club flag those. well ours and too thank you for calling that out <laughs> yes um but the uh the flags that they installed at the track those were new i don't think that at least the texas one the American wasn't volume, there last right. year the texas installation fl- the flag that they installed what a great idea um and you know one Joe, you weren't there. Sorry, but you know, one thing I really wanted to talk about was the wind. It was
0: mm, so, Max so was complaining about windy. It.
1: I mean, we you know, you can't really, you know, you hear them complain about weather conditions and whatnot. Wind is kind of hard to see, so you're just like, oh, they think it's windy. No, no. It was it was windy. It was like hats flying off of people's heads. Like, to so the point windy. where we
3: played a game <laughs> yeah. counting how many hats were flying off people's heads. I think on Saturday we got to eleven. And on okay. Sunday it was about
2: seven.
1: Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. it was pretty nuts. It was it was like it was very windy. We can attest to. We can yeah. attest to that. Yeah.
2: That's so cool. Maybe maybe that's why Alonzo's car was kind of like the front wheels were kind of airborne for as long yeah. as it was. Well, it
1: also may have may have saved him, right? Because if had there it been was,
3: more of that front wind in there, he could have
1: he, he could have gone all the way over. And so we you know wow. we are we thinking Hold that it actually may yeah. have been the may have been the wind that kind of kept him like that for first for as long as it did and didn't like didn't have him go fully over so yeah wind
2: oh, wow <laughs> i i wish they gave more info like i guess that it's windy but you know a tailwind, a crosswind a, a headwind like because you're at different parts of the track it would yep. i would have understood it more if they said where the wind is coming from
0: yeah so on the track map in the top right corner they did every time max complained about it being windy <laughs> they showed the direction of the wind but i agree with you andrew it's for a split second it would be cool if they had like a little wind direction thing from the um,
3: southwest like yeah. a compass or something right. yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Oh yeah, like what yeah, what they have on uh like Wii Sports Golf.
0: <laughs> That's yes. exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Literally and, I was thinking of Wii Sports Golf. I was <laughs> like, that would be perfect to just, you know, have on screen.
2: Wii Sports is undefeated. But 100%. now that I think about it, if if Max Verstappen is complaining, it must have actually been pretty bad because he he's a more head down, let me just get the job done kind of guy. I yeah. really respect that in someone. Have you done other
0: things besides breakfast? It's Only breakfast. We,
1: we mostly stick 95% to breakfast,
0: percent breakfast, because
1: it's that, that's what. Yeah, because I saw some things that weren't are. breakfast. Yeah, so I mean, what have we done? We've done. Um, I think that we did like our Cuban sandwiches for Miami Love Grand Prix. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, we were we were moving that weekend, so we went to our local uh, Cuban restaurant to to grab some. But we do really try to stick to like actually making the food ourselves, and there's been some. Failures. <laughs> uh, and there there've, there've been many. some there've been there are a few, a few, a uh, few casualties.
0: What is like the most unusual dish you guys made for F one Breakfast Club?
3: I would say the the noodles, right? With the Vermicelli noodles in Bar, was that Bahrain?
1: I think it was for Bahrain. For Bahrain. Um,
3: they you we had to make um simple egg dish folded over the egg after you cooked it. Spectacular, easy. I think some scallions were thrown on top. And then the mystifying part of that was cooking your regular ramen noodles or vermicelli noodles in this recipe, but putting it into the sweet style. So adding a lot of sugar and some molasses and some other ingredients to really make it sugary, but also it made them have a crunch factor at the end Yep, Mm. and throwing that on top of the uh, end result dish.
1: Yeah. Sweet noodles. Like, you know, you, you have to be in, you have to be in the mood for it. Right. Like you gotta be in the mood for a sweet noodle, but yeah. honestly, you know, we've made some pretty awesome stuff, like some stuff that I'm like, how is this going to come out? And we're like, Whoa, this is actually really great. We need to um, make that again. Yeah. So That's awesome. I think that, wow. for um, I think that for, uh, Abu Dhabi will be doing um, some sweet noodles with eggs again. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Has it yeah.
0: ins- like has it influenced your cooking beyond, or oh. just maybe opened your palate up? Like it, you're making something that you normally wouldn't eat, and you're like, oh, I, actually, absolutely. I do like this weird <laughs> sauce yeah. that's from yeah. you know uh, I
1: would say the yeah. Philippines or something. I mean, you know, we've 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 got so many interesting spices and like sauces or syrups and stuff in our, in our cupboard now. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess we've got, we've got this stuff. So it's there.
3: Absolutely. It's there, yeah. And then if we have time, we'll go in and we'll create a small breakfast item dish and sometimes we'll also bake um, as mm. well, a baked component with it. So I, the one that will always stand out for me was last year for Brazil. We went ahead and made a, a, the, the, a cake um, in your regular um, just rotund cake with the hole in the middle and uh, had apple in there, slices apple, of apple, banana
1: too. It was like fruit. cinnamon. Okay. It was good. Uh, it was really up good.
3: Becoming amazing.
1: Yeah, and then and we made some cheesy bread balls. Of course, too, cheesy bread balls. Oh. It was really good. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm expecting a cookbook at some point.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, so this Naturally. is like this, like I said. You gotta gotta remember where this started. This started because I was sick of eating bagels, <laughs> and I was like, "Let's just put it on Instagram and see and see what happens." And yeah. uh, we've got to meet like cool people like you guys, and just connect with people from around the world, literally, who are doing like similar things. And uh, it's just been really cool. Like I, I, I've just been taking recipes off the internet, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the twenty twenty three season brings. We'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where we go. <laughs>
2: That's, that's very
0: amazing. cool. It's also yeah. it also weirdly just, it's like educational. <laughs> right. It oh, yeah. Like yeah. gives you an eye into uh, the part of the world they're in. Because right. when you watch it on TV, you have like the shots of the local city or whatever, but that's basically it. But, you know, kind of seeing what they eat, you know, how it's different than what we eat, you know, in different sections of the world. It's just very cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, right. It's
0: one of those things that's like, you know, it's simple. I love a good simple idea. And I think that's what it is. It's just, yes. it's so, Thank you so much. There's brilliance in that. How you can have a, an idea, just be so simple, like Formula One breakfast. We're going to eat Appreciate breakfast that. wherever they are in the world. Appreciate I love that.
2: that. I, I, maybe Red Bull uh, catering should give you guys a call.
0: There yes. <laughs> I, mean, I feel is. like their budget just dropped.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, all
0: right, <laughs> let's go to Predictions. All right, All right, we're going to talk about next week's race, which is in Mexico, the Mexican Grand Prix. Andrew. So here's my top three.
2: Since it's Mexico, and I know that the Red Bull cars are just so good in the corners, and the track is just, it looks like a three year old just kind of like drew lines. <laughs> and they're Did like, yeah. Ve-
0: Vegas looks so much worse. The layout <laughs> of Vegas? It looks like someone drew up like a pig, like a third grader <laughs> drew an outline of a pig.
3: Well, that's what happens when you put your track right in the middle of the, <laughs> of the strip in Vegas. Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. I, my phone is upside down and it's either a pig or a cow, some sort of barnyard animal.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
2: <gosh>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the name of the episode when we do it. The yeah, barnyard exactly.
3: barnyard animal. Perfect.
2: <laughs> okay. So, because, so poll one, two, three. Yes. So poll, I want to say, you know what? Checo's just going to get special powers because he is our Lord and Savior and future president of Mexico. So I'm going to give him poll and first place. He j- he's going to have the chutzpah. He's going he's gonna to have it. He's, he's going to need it and then Verstappen's just going to have his head down but since he already won the championship and Red Bull's sign sealed delivered he's going to come in second. And I think Leclerc is just going to take it for third. Which is kind of ballsy of me to say because I feel like Mercedes finally figured it out as well. But
3: Leclerc has had 5 podiums in a row.
2: Yes. And probably Sainz is going to come in Fourth, because he's Diego Montoya, and he someone killed his
0: father, and everyone should prepare <laughs> to die. Yes,
1: yes,
2: yeah.
0: Incredible. The whole Never Merck forget. thing. Merck has a big old goose egg when it comes to winning races this whole season.
1: Yeah, I mean, then that's Lewis's streak there. So I mean, he's he does he's got three more to do it. He's
3: won every uh, one race in every single season of his career, yep. even his Except rookie this year. One.
0: Yeah, Except, uh, we'll see. We'll oh,
1: yeah. see Brazil. Um, <laughs> Brazil.
0: Right. Yeah. So going into yeah, the United States, I made that claim of like Verstappen's. He just had a huge party for winning the drivers' championship. He's gonna relax. That did not happen. The man is on a tear. Um, second for qualifying, and then first on the race for the United States. So I'm 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 saying I'm thinking for Mexico, pull Verstappen. Just the layout of the track. It's built for Red Bull. It's perfect for straight line speed. Verstappen number one. So then he beats. Vettel is it Vettel and Schumacher are tied for the most wins per season. Yep. So and now 13. Verstappen, so there's three people tied for most wins. Yeah. Uh, so if if Verstappen wins it, he will uh, break that record. So no. I think he's he's going for that record. I know you forgot about it, but I wrote it down. You can't take your predictions back. It's I consider it locked in because I <laughs> oh I want to win. Forecast F1. You're uh, not going to. So, <laughs> I know. Uh, so Verstappen number one. Second, I'm going to say Perez, uh, just because he's going to clinch that second spot in drivers over Leclerc. uh, And then Charles Leclerc for third. I think those are my three. So Verstappen for uh, for pole, then Verstappen, Perez, Leclerc. All right.
1: Uh, So I am going to go with um, Verstappen on pole. Yep. Um, You can't deny Checo. Checo is one. Um, I think Max will finish finish, uh, second. And I'm going to say Hamilton third.
0: Very fair. Why not? Fair. fair. (laughs)
1: Because
0: literally every time I put Hamilton in my predictions, that is exactly what I say. (laughs) Because we just want to see it. We want to will it into existence. It's more of a manifesting. It's an exercise in manifesting than it is actually (laughs) making predictions. Yeah, I
3: want to break this up a little bit just because otherwise we all sound like we're saying the same thing over and over again, but I do have to agree. Verstappen will get pulled. Um, I Got it. I mean, Leclerc is just fighting so hard. Let's go. Let's get that straight line speed. Let's go for first for Leclerc. Bring him back to his winning ways like he did at the beginning of the season. Checo second. It was a
0: long time ago.
3: Yeah. Who remembers those days? Checo second and we'll get Verstappen in third.
0: Okay. Very cool. And, and this is, I'm looking at these predictions because I wrote everything down. It's so interesting. And there's a statistic, it's uh, very illuminating that throughout this whole season, only two teams have won races. Yep. yep. Red Bull and Ferrari. Ferrari. And only four drivers have won races.
1: It's Correct. crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah.
0: Thank you for listening to Stateside F1. Thanks again to Sebastian and Megan from F1 Breakfast Club. Check them out on Instagram at F1 Breakfast Club. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Follow us on Instagram at StatesideF1 and TikTok at Stateside f one podcast and feel free to dm us send us memes comments questions suggestions etc we will respond and follow you back see you all next week bye guys bye Bye. thanks for having us thank you